I have not. Uh, all right, one time I got stabbed in the face with like a fishing lure, but that was my own fault. But it hit me. Yeah, I, I pulled the I pulled the fishing line too much. It was stuck on a rock. I thought I had a bite. I was wrong, and it got stuck in my face. Does that count as getting stabbed in the face if it's a little? I'm little, pretty uh, sure that this exact little, conversation is how the first Saw film got greenlit. And I see Saw Mike. I, yes, I see Mike was giving me the very visual, like rolling finger gesture, implying that that was a sufficient segue to get into the episode. Uh, but yes, with that, welcome to the Song Topsy Report, everyone, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. <laughs> I'm Mike Russell. And I'm your tiny, creepy puppet, Steve Trollinger. Uh, yes, yes, his name was Billy in the movies. I don't think they ever said that out loud, but... Uh, the, wait, the doll has a name? Yeah, Billy the Puppet. So, is it? I had asked if you had seen any of the Saw films before, and I believe the answer was like a kind of. Steve said bits and pieces, which is how most yeah. of the characters end up in the movie by the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw like the first, the second, and I think like the fourth one. <laughs> like I, I was just... telling Mike, they basically become interchangeable at some point. However, um, they're becoming relevant again because I think, I don't know, like a week or so from this recording, the new Saw film is coming out. The film Spiral from the Book of Saw, starring Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, against all odds. What? Yes. I'm tired of these motherfucking traps in this motherfucking bathroom. God, I hope that's the tone of the movie. I'm very excited. Uh, but yes, that is why we are all here today, because there's a new film coming out, and obviously when a film is about to come out, there's a whole bunch of promotional material that comes out with it. And something that has come out very recently, uh, just a couple days ago as of this recording, is the uh, official song tie-in to the song to the movie, which is actually refreshing because I think this doesn't happen often anymore. We've had many an episode. Steven has taken us to many movie nights where this was more of a common thing, and it hasn't yes, really happened this is, much. This is not a this is not a an authentic uh, day at the movies. This is not uh, this is this is a knockoff brand. Oh, shut up! Brand. Just because you didn't come up with it, it's knockoff brand. It's not copy. It's, it doesn't have the copyright attached to it. <laughs> well, well then I may enjoy, take people to the movies. En enjoy this. Evening at the cinema, then. <clears throat> TM. I comprehend oh, Nick, that shit. Nick, you, you put your own spin on it. Call it the grindhouse or something. Put my own spin on it. I'll put my own spiral on it, Steve, which is actually also the name of the song that we're discussing. <laughs> so the new movie is called Spiral from the Book of Saw, and the tie-in song is called Spiral by 21 Savage did the song. Now... I have a lot of thoughts about this, but I want to give my two co-hosts a chance to listen to this because I believe that this is both of your first times hearing the song as well. Yes, it will be. This will be my first time hearing this today. All right, well, here's a little snippet. I'm going to let them spin like a spiral. I don't got no love for no rival. Put them on the news, he went viral. I took a number two with my rifle. That shit pisses me off. <laughs> That's how we're getting into this. How are you gonna shoot me with four different kinds of weaponry and call me a pussy? You know what I mean? Who knows? What if I'm an unarmed man? Or what if I'm like, what if I'm the guy who brought the knife to the gunfight? I'm like, well, I'm no pussy. I'm no pussy. <laughs> Mike, I also will say a lot of the Saw movies contained unarmed men, although it's a very different context. 
Okay, so here's what's happening in this episode. Nick and I are going to constantly think of the exact same joke, and one of us is going to say it before the other one. <laughs> I've already felt, I'm already feeling, this has already happened like two times in the last seven minutes we've already been recording. Steve, the Saw movies are all about torture, but I feel like you're experiencing a different kind that the original Jigsaw Killer did not intend. So this is, uh, this is wait, so this is the theme song to the, mo- to the new Saw movie, Yes. Yes. Well, talk about trap music. Yep. Yep. That was that was that was where I was going. That was I got you. You got there first. Yes. Talk about a trap remix. Uh yes. So this is that was a little bit of the song Spiral by Twenty One Savage. We'll be listening to more of it later. Although very selective bits because we got our first copyright infringement takedown recently. So I'm going to be very careful about how much we play. Oh, that's right, everyone. <laughs> Episode 127. 112. <laughs> or 112? Yes, oh. 112. If you want to listen to us dissect uh, Closed on Sunday by Kanye West, you can't do it on Spotify anymore, but please check out our website or any other streaming platform. So yes, because this is the hot new song by an up-and-coming artist for a big movie coming out, um, we will be only playing, once again, Bits and Pieces. I was going to say, are we, so now episode, what is this, 170-something? Only at episode 170 are we going to start coming up with timestamps for every episode? It's like, all right, only play uh, minute 30 to minute 35. Look, the fact it took Kanye two years, or Warner Music or whatever, two years to find our episode on him gives me a lot of confidence that we'll be fine. But that being said, uh, 21 Savage, now he's an artist that I've, I'm aware of mostly just because he's very popular and kind of hard to avoid, although I I hadn't actively sought his music. But Shea Bin Abraham Joseph, otherwise known as 21 Savage, is a rapper, songwriter, and record producer uh, born in London and uh, moved to Atlanta with his mother at the age of seven. Now, this was... I was only aware of this because I did hear the news in 2019 when he was arrested by ICE because it turned out he was a... He was not an American citizen and had overstayed his visa, and they tried to deport him. Oh, shit. How'd he get out of that? Um, So he's not fully out of it yet. He was granted bond on February 12th. And like I said, this happened uh, in 2019, so recently. He was granted bond on February 12th and released. There's a hearing pending, but it was scheduled for April 9th, but has been postponed indefinitely. So at some point, it'll be a thing. But until then, he basically can't leave the country. But otherwise, he can still do whatever he wants. Wait, he, he, he can't leave the country. Yes. He we, gets arrested by ICE for illegally being in the country. And now he can't leave the country. That's American immigration for you. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy, you're not welcome here. But don't go anywhere now. Uh, <laughs> get comfy. We'll see you indefinitely. But, like I said, he moved here when he was seven, had a tumultuous childhood. He was in and out of youth detention centers. He dropped out of school in eighth grade and joined a Bloods-affiliated gang, which is usually a good idea, um, where he sold drugs, mainly cannabis. Um, However, in 2013, on his 21st birthday, and I wasn't able to figure this out, but I'm assuming this is partially where the name 21 Savage came— On his 21st birthday, he was shot six times during a robbery attempt um, by rival gang members. But it was after surviving this that he started going into music instead. 
He, re- he released a well-regarded mixtape called The Slaughterhouse Tape in 2015. In 2017, his debut album came out, which debuted at number two on the Billboard 200, which is, I think, anything we could all aspire to, to have your first album debut at number two. I like the fact, I like the, I was going to say, I like the fact that the Bloods have affiliates. Yes. Just, I'm just, because I just they think about- They franchise gangs. That's a big yeah, thing. Yeah, I- I just when I because when I think of an affiliate, I think of like uh, like ABC or NBC. They have you know uh, the, their big studios in New York and L.A., but then they have like the small affiliates in Akron and Boise, and they have so affiliate just, links. Like this this <laughs> drug bust was this drug deal was sponsored by Blood. Use coupon code Bloods at checkout to receive twenty percent off your next order of drugs. I'm just thinking of like the little radio station, but it's the Bloods, and they're just in they're just. You're like listening a, a, to BLD Radio. Outside of Sturgis, North Dakota. Fucking just three guys. Like, ah, man, we start small, but we'll grow. But also, to his credit, um, he has launched multiple philanthropic initiatives. He's done a back-to-school drive in Atlanta that gives free haircuts, hairstyle supplies, and school uniforms to kids. Um, and in 2018, he actually announced the creation of the 21 Savage Bank Account Campaign, which is designed to um, help young people save money and open bank accounts and help get a foothold in that. So all the power to him for that. Now, that all being said, I don't. I have a lot of feelings about the tie-in that he has done. I don't necessarily know who, like, what the discussions were to have 21 Savage be the person writing the tie-in song for the upcoming Saw film, but I don't know if he's the right person for the job. And the reason for that is, is the- Wow. Here's my thesis statement. The man got shot six times, got called a pussy, Nick. The man's experienced torch. He's like the lady who survived the first movie. The reverse. He comes uh, back better than ever. He's like, yo. All right, well, she went a little crazy. And I was going to say, yeah. I don't think anybody <laughs> who survives the Saw movies get out of that better than they went in. But that's the whole point, Steve. They're supposed to become better people. They're certainly more damaged psychologically and physically. Damaged, previously loved Steve, tomato, tomato. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, Steve. Isn't no, that, that what is they wrong. Say? That is wrong every single time it's ever tested in the real world. That yeah, is I was totally say, wrong. That, I, I disagree. As somebody who has undergone a lot of physical and mental trauma, I continue to come back better than ever. That's, Mike, that's your life has been a Saw movie. You have gotten out of traps. Let me put let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. They had to get the jaws of life to get the car open. (laughs) Let me put it scientifically for you. The first time you break a bone, no matter how well it's set, structurally is weak for the rest of your life. Oh. If you break a thing, no matter how well it's fixed, it's always going to be structurally weaker than it was before the time it was broken. Then explain how my mild time only got faster after I snapped the bones in my leg. I don't understand what you're talking about, Steve. That's running. That's not. That's the, you're, we're talking about two different types of like sheer. I haven't rebroken the bone. What Mike specifically broke his legs to run faster, and you're saying he's crazy. I'm just. I'm just calling myself scientific evidence for the for the. The outsider portion of that spectrum. That's what I'm saying, Steve. Also, Steve, in order to build muscles, you got to break them down to build them up. You get that protein going. Mike, that's also kind of what the Jigsaw Killer argued. You have to break people down to their base level of humanity and then build them up to appreciate life, usually with fewer limbs or eyeballs. You know... (laughs) That's why God gave us two of everything. (laughs) 
He was he was thinking the bro, big broski was thinking. Except for skulls, he only gave us one of those, and hearts. Actually, come to think of it, the more important things we only ever got one of. Your gut. Although, can you cut your stomach in half? I don't. Know. You can cut anything in half, Mike. Whether you'll survive it is another question. Uh, but yes, yeah, speaking of surviving it, so. Uh, the upcoming film, Spiral, is the ninth Saw film, technically. It's the first one in a few years. They seem to be doing like a quasi-reboot of it. But one thing that has been a constant throughout it, other than the fact that you will see people get dismembered and mutilated in horrible ways, has been the music. Um, now, the music has always been composed by Charlie Closer, or Clouser. I've never actually heard his name said out loud. He composed all the music, and I bring this up because the song Spiral... Uh, samples very, very heavily the main theme that you hear in the Saw films, which if anyone's even seen a snippet, you've probably heard bits and pieces of this. But the song Hello, Zep, uh, from the first Saw film. Uh, basically, what up, Zep? <laughs> or what up, Zep, you know? that That's that's the, I was going to say the trap remix, but that's basically what we're listening to with 21 Savage. This is the song that plays every time there's the obligatory twist ending that you're hearing revealed. Um, but this is a little what it sounds like. And I'd love to play more of it, but once again, I don't want Charlie Clouds to come after me. Uh, now, this song, this song has an outsized sort of uh, impact on me. This was the first purely instrumental song I ever downloaded on iTunes. Uh, so this song was in heavy rotation on my iPod. See, why are you shaking your head uh, at me? This was your first song on your iPod, Nick? For, this was the first solely instrumental track I ever paid money oh, for. Okay. No Nightwish? No, nah, man, I didn't discover Nightwish till years later. Not not the not the wild woods from Ocarina of Time. No, not the wild woods of Ocarina of Time. Um, but that kind of dude, you're dark, Nick. You you just. <laughs> I was very interested in the Saw movies because, like, it was the first kind of now staple horror genre horror franchise that spawned a bajillion sequels that I was kind of a like the audience for at the time it came out. I missed the Friday the 13th. I missed Nightmare on Elm Street. I missed Halloween. But Saw came out right when I was entering middle school, right when it was kind of taboo and edgy. And like to be able to watch it was like something that you felt like you're being a little transgressive. So like I was very aware of the song. I didn't actually watch them until a couple years later. But yes, I did watch every single Saw movie. You know, I still haven't seen Lawrence of Arabia, but I've seen Saw 5. So I have my priorities straight. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, they're not great movies, but it's like all all the movies are like a soap opera if you watch them from beginning to end. Each one picks up seconds after the last one left off uh, and just continue this increasingly convoluted plot involving Rube Goldberg-esque traps. Like Halloween 1 and 2. Exactly. Just like Which Halloween 1 and 2. Just a horrible night for that poor girl. Just ha- Yeah, the ha- Halloween 1 and 2 should have just been called One Really Bad Night. Not a fun time. They, I guess they decided Halloween was punchier than not a fun time and not a fun time too, even less fun. Oh, I thought it was, I thought, I thought I'd call it Mike's Night Out, right? That's my, <laughs> Are you me, telling Mike. me yeah. that my right brother my- <laughs> who escaped from a mental asylum is trying to kill me? I would watch that though. 
so and regardless, so that theme you just heard, the Hello Zep, is sampled in the song Spiral. And uh, I think with that, we can get back into the song. A dissection is imperative. I will also say, we're living in a very unique point right now where the movie hasn't come out yet, but most people listening to this will probably be hearing it uh, in the past. So you can let us know how accurate it is. But uh, we don't know much about the movie. We just know that uh, Chris Rock got involved. He actually, I did briefly try to figure out how the hell he got involved with the ninth Saw movie. Um, he wanted to make a horror movie, was discussing with Lionsgate, and they said, essentially, we're looking to make another Saw movie. Yada, 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 Chris Rock produced his, and now stars in this movie. So, but as far as we know, it's it's the same, same, same dealio with traps and shenanigans and whatnot. Everything I do, I be ten steps ahead. My youngin' got them bodies, she's still pissing the bed. Keep the call to silence, don't repeat what I said. Keep out of baloney, I just came for the bread. My hood known for Oh, now, here, here is my main issue with the song. I don't want to say that I think 21 Savage is not a good rapper, because there's a lot of people much more knowledgeable in this music who say that he is, and I trust them. What I will, what I think I can say is I don't think he's well-suited for this, because I think that the Hello Zep theme and the production of this, which I actually think I think the instrumental track is very, very well produced, um, but it's very creepy and dramatic and has a lot of string flourishes. And Twenty One Savage, if he's not quite a mumble rapper, he's not far removed from it. And I feel like, considering in the music video, he's hanging upside down in the torture dungeon of the Saw movies. I I just don't feel like he's invested in it. He's no Buster Rhymes. He's Few people are, but he is certainly very far removed from that. I just want I want my musicians and my rappers to be to sound like they're invested in what they're rapping about. Some mise en scène. Took the words right from me, Steve. Well, let's let's look at what he says here. Everything I do, I'd be ten steps ahead. Yes. My yunin got them bodies, yeah, he's still pissing the bed. Yo, so is he saying? That his uh, his son is killing people, uh, and still uh, and still pissing the bed, still pissing the bed. I'll tell you what, if I was a kid killing people, I'd probably be pissing the bed for a long time. I mean, shit, you got, I mean, you got a lot on your mind. You got blood on your hands. Then you're worried probably people are gonna be coming to kill you next. Blood on oh, your hands, man. pissing the bed. It's just a mess everywhere. It's a mess. But uh, once again, we are uh, consulting Genius Lyrics for this. And I feel like Genius Lyrics is very generous because, Steve, one thing that has come up very much with your Night at the Movies, which is very different from my evening at the cinemas, you talk about how movie tie-in songs don't really... Like, you consider it a good one if it manages to actually be about what the subject material is. And I feel like a lot of these lyrics aren't, but at least according to Genius Lyrics, they really try to push for it. Like the 10 Steps Ahead, they're saying, applies to 21, referencing his savvy and prowessness that uh, 21 Savage has just surviving in Atlanta, Georgia, but then saying that this is similar to John Kramer, the jigsaw killer in the Saw films, and that he was always like 10 steps ahead of the cops and the police and all of his victims. I think... That's a stretch too far. So do you not think that ties in? I think it's a stretch. 
I I don't think it ties in. I don't think you should have to be trying to trip over yourself to try to find ways that the artist is actually tying into the song. Because, God, could you imagine? There's just so much you could talk about if you're doing a song about the Saw films. There's so much you could tie in. And yet, 21 Savage still seems to make it about himself throughout most of the song. Why couldn't they get the Maniac Cop guys? Yes, yes. Are they still performing? Are they still alive? I remember we don't really know... What happened to them? And then the last line here, keep all the baloney, I just came for the bread. I mean, obviously, as someone who can't who, who can't process gluten, like, I've got no dog in this fight. But I just also feel like that's not, like, the edgiest metaphor to be, yo, you keep the baloney, I just came for the bread. When everyone knows the well, baloney is the best part, I would be more inclined to true. eat just a slice of baloney than a slice of bread. Now, I, I won't allow it, Nick. I am a little confused by this line because you can look at it a few ways. Now, I would always get the bologna. You're right. I could eat bologna with a little bit of mustard. Who needs the bread? You know, if I'm trying to cut out my carbs. Hell yeah. But um, but at the same point, if we're, if we're talking metaphors here, and, you know, when you're full of bologna, you're full of shit. You're full of too much well, talk. Depends on the type of bologna, but yeah. <laughs> hey, where is it getting processed from? But, like, and, uh, I just came for the bread, which also means the money. Came here for this cash ah, money. Save the well bullshit. Played. I'm here for the money. Yes. Now, but then he says, "On God." So I don't know if he's going into these churches and taking the money, or if he's praying for the money and then the you know it's there, or or if uh, he, or if he's just really into those those little pieces of bread we get at the serve at the the mass every Sunday. Uh, little pieces of Jesus. So I don't know which bread he's after. I, I don't know. I, I'm a little confused because they don't offer bologna. I wish they offer bologna sandwiches on Sundays. Oh, my God. Could you why? Imagine if at the Last Supper, Jesus had just said, eat of this bologna for it is my body. And then Catholics everywhere would have been having bologna all this time instead of just bread wafers. God, it's too bad they um, didn't have like Tostitos back then. And Jesus could have said, eat of this or it's my body. And then Tostitos. Oh my God, right? The 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 Tostitos is his body and the salsa is his blood. And you're just like, Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Now that's now that's the kind of Jesus I could love forever. Every, every college party would have been a religious ceremony at the same time if that had been the case. Uh if that had been the case, so cut to a hundred years from now, a demon poking at Mike. Hey, uh, what are you down here for? <laughs> oh man, uh, I made a joke about bologna once, <laughs> <laughs> and then I and then I started talking about Tostita. Look, it's a it's a story. Look, just just shove that up my I ass a and move on. Motion of shoveling like Jesus into my mouth. It was awful. Yeah, just just <laughs> shove that poker up my ass and move on, please. I I can't get into it today. But Mike, regardless of the cut, regardless, you're saying Twenty One Savage is definitely talking about church either way, which makes sense. He's got a tattoo of a crucifix <laughs> on his forehead. I it's just when he when he does a little shout out like on God. I I mean I don't know what that means, but like if I were to look at the line without that last little bit, he says, I mean, it means save the bullshit. I'm here for the money. Let's see. If I were giving you my honest like uh, in- interpolation of that. Well, let's see if more lyrics reveal a little bit more. I heard no for wildin' and I don't promote the violence. I done been through all the trials and tribulations. Now I'm smiling. Hold on, say you want to smoke. We at the table doing the plot and we gonna slide. with your shit up, make it home for you a siren. I'm gonna let them spin. I hate this. You hate this, Steve. Yes. Well, there's an opinion. I, uh, yeah. Well, I, it took me a while to form it. That's why I didn't want it to bear to be dead silence while you were waiting for me to to say something. That's why I said I had no opinion, because I hadn't formed it yet. So why do you hate this? I just... I don't like superfluous movie tie-ins, which is weird for me. 
because I, I I usually love things that are superfluous and related to movies. But you you like them when they're fun, Steve. There's nothing. There's nothing. Fun. This is crime. This is murder. This is bloody. And no, we're mumbling about it. No, I don't it's, not, it's, you- it's not all that. I love all that stuff. No, um, it's just it's a Twenty One Savage song. And then and he and he 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 wrote the, this. He could have written this song for any purpose. He could have written the song just to do it. And then. The uh, and then the saw guys came to him and was like, "Hey, can you do can you do a song for us?" He's like, "Oh yeah, well I already got one written here." Uh, okay, and then we'll attach it to the movie, and it has nothing to do with anything. It's just a song that he wrote, and then he or his people or somebody reached out to his people because he's big now and asked him for a song, and he gave them one he already had written. It's just a Twenty One Savage song, and it has nothing to do with Saw. And they just it, it people just people on both sides of the equation are making money, and I have nothing against making money. I just wish that you know you could make things part of a whole. I I, re- I respect that, but I'm also trying to see if these aren't tie-ins to the movie. Like the the saw guy was always making at home before the siren. Johnny Johnny saw yeah Johnny saw and you never saw you never saw where he went. He was gone. He was out of there. That's where the name came from. You never saw where he went. That's how that's how they titled it. That's another thing about these movies. Correct me if I'm wrong. Spoiler alert, but whatever. <laughs> At a certain point early in the franchise, the Jigsaw Killer dies. Yes. Correct. Third movie. Third he's movie. He's got that cancer. He's, he's got the old cancer, yes. But he actually gets his throat slit with a buzzsaw. That's how he actually dies. So third movie, he dies. And then in subsequent films, you discover X number of apprentices to him. Yes. So does he just have like a pool of interns at this point? Like it's there's f- five movies after like th- four or five movies after the third one. And each one is like, oh, uh, and I was also apprenticed to him, and I too was his apprentice. Was he just was he just like farming a temp agency, and just 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 like brought them all into a room and like showed them a PowerPoint presentation about how to set traps and how to bring uh the real the real strength of spirit out of a broken person like is he just i i don't understand how you can keep making these movies under that under that umbrella well i'll tell you something that's one hell of a job to get you know i've heard of a tough interview process you know i've heard you gotta go to interviews like you know four rounds of it but jesus christ to, to go through that to get the internship i mean he must have some hell of a benefits going on nice package I want to know what these these interns 401k is. Let's. The benefits are he doesn't. If you pass, you don't get put into a, a skull shaped bear trap. Listeners, this is why you don't accept internships off Craigslist because next thing you know, you're gonna wake up in some industrial warehouse with a reverse bear trap on your head and a little old tube TV with a puppet on it explaining how you've got to get out of it. Like you're on fucking Glassdoor and you see it and it says must be. Must be inter- must be interested in arts and crafts. Oh, well, this sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, it's an engineering job. Wink, wink. But they actually write wink, wink in parentheses. Anyway, this has been Nick Tries to Explain the Saw Movie to Mike and Steve. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at... Nick explains the Saw movies to Mike and Steve. <laughs> it's a very niche. It's a very niche podcast, but it's coming soon. Uh, but Steve, to, to answer your complaint on uh, the lack of a tie-in, if you want to get the most superficial tie-in to the film, it comes in the chorus. The siren. I'ma let them spin like a spiral. I don't got no love for no rival. Put him on the news, he went viral. I took a number two with my rifle. Every car I mean I got the title. Start a gang. I
All right, we can discuss that little chunk. I, I'm gonna let him spin like a spiral. See, title of the movie, Steve. Official tie-in. Obviously, Twenty One Savage thought of this from the beginning and didn't just co-opt lyrics he wrote for another song into this one. You know what, Nick? I am so upset at you right now. Why is that, Steve? I'm so upset at you for for bringing this to my attention. <laughs> See, I know a complaint during your many night at the movies uh, has been what you you wonder how much like if the artist knew anything about the movie prior to it, and I'm firmly in the camp that uh, Twenty One Savage knew the movie was called Spiral, and that was it. Yes, this this becomes readily apparent. I'm gonna let him spin like a spiral, straight up parentheses. That's his little ad lib. I don't got no love for no rival. Straight up, put him on the news. He went viral. Uh, then pussy. Pussy. He's big on calling out pussy. I'm telling you, when he got shot, someone called him a pussy, and he's like, that's it. You think he's hung up on it? I think he is. But can we also discuss, because this is very important, I took a number two with my rifle. What imagery is that? Not so, listen. I've had some Chipotle's where I guess you could describe it as a rifle. Is he? But I. That's where I want to. That's that's what I want to understand. Uh, is he implying that when you shoot a gun, it just kind of comes out in like steady chunks, or is he implying that when he takes a number two, it just shoots out like a rocket? First of all, Nick, I I believe that if you had Chipotle, I believe the weapon you're looking for is a shotgun. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh God! Oh, I'm picturing it. It's a God lot of buckshot. Yes. Uh, the rifle the the rifle is really more of a steady like dap 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 like you know when it's like the little tiny ones that like you know like one two three four like those that kind of one. That's what it sounds like. Guys, guys, he means. Every time he's taking a shit, he brings his rifle with him. This is his God-given right as an American. You never know when you right, need one. Right to bathroom arms, okay? I want to bear these arms in the bathroom. I'm an American citizen, goddammit. Okay? Also, I don't know, it's his poop buddy. You know, maybe he just makes him feel comfortable. He's like, ah, I can, I can ease up now. Let's. Second Amendment, the right to bear down. Sorry, I'm going to have to empty the clip. I'll be in there for a minute. <laughs> but yeah, Steve, I will say I'm a little angry that 21 Savage has now put all of this imagery and forced this conversation. We we didn't have a choice in the matter, guys. We had to discuss this because 21 Savage says he took a number two with his rifle and then also called us a pussy, I guess. But he con- yes. he continues he continues in the course. All right, so yeah, he, he finishes that up. He says, every car I'm in, I got the title, which as, as a car owner, you would hope that you do. But is he literally implying if he if, if 21 Savage comes into your car and sits down, he immediately has ownership of it? These are the questions I want answered. And then also, uh, he, he mentioned Slaughter Gang, which I believe is a reference to some of his older material. Um, and then I know they want me dead. I got the Caltech in this Viper. Uh, Caltech is a developer of firearms. Um, I hit all the vibes on the low because I'm a sniper, um, which I don't know. I guess snipers are low to the ground. So if you're hitting the vibes, 
I don't know if also he brings the sniper rifle into the bathroom. Like, I don't know if he takes a number two with his sniper rifle. I don't know if that's more like just one very accurate, like, poop as opposed Look, to the Nick rapid fire. He, uh, he, he takes, when he's taking a piss, he's got the pistol. When he's taking a <laughs> shit, he's got his rifle. All right. And maybe when he's maybe when he's taking a shower, he brings the sniper. He's just like, <laughs> I got a different, I got a different weapon for every area in the bathroom. I was gonna say, like, I know, like, you know, when you're in high school, whether you're a guy or a girl, there's a lot of like sense of nervousness about being in the locker room and sharing a shower and stuff like that. Can you imagine if not only like you have that pressure built up anyway about your developing body, but then also your classmate has like a sniper rifle in the shower with him? Like, I would be extra self-conscious, not only about my body, but, like, bodily harm. <laughs> Look on the scope on that! <laughs> oh, man, this guy's packing. I got nothing. Exactly. Oh, that's it. I'm hiding in the stall. <laughs> yeah, what's that little pea shooter you got there? Then you run out oh, crying. No. Oh, no. It jammed. Someone get me the X-Lax. <laughs> But yes, Steve, so far I would say the tie-ins to the Saw films are superficial at best. But the next also, lyric, the next well, lyric gonna, legitimately... Gonna, oh, no, God. No, so I was just, just going to say, on top of it all, this music video is so lazy. Oh, my God, it's so unbelievably lazy. It is just a standard, your standard cookie-cutter rap video with occasional glimpses of the movie and also, like, the... Uh, like draped in the barest minimum of the film's regalia, like all the all the attractive women that serve as nothing but something to look at are wielding deadly weapons and saws and creating sparks while they're scantily clad. But it's just like this is like hero from Spider-Man level of lazy <laughs> music video, and it it offends me. <laughs> like if you're gonna at least if you're gonna do. If you're going to do the bare minimum of work to get your song into a movie, at least make the music video something special to look at. Fun fact. Like, actually, I was going to say, like, I, I don't disagree with the laziness. Like, there, there's also scenes where uh, 21 Savage is rapping in front of the giant spiral logo in the background. Um, but the camera is literally, it almost like it's like the camera's on a tripod and just filming him straight on. Like, there's nothing happening. But I will say, the um, the background, which will change as the music video goes on, uh, the background and the scene that he's in where he's hanging upside down is actually filmed uh, in Las Vegas. They have a Saw-themed escape room, and they filmed the music video in that escape room. Even want no problems in this obvious. Call me Saw, because I laugh when I body shit. Oh, we play hot potato. I got to talk about that. So, as far as I understand, 21 Savage said, he don't want no problems and it's obvious. Call me Saw because I laugh when I body shit. Now, as far as I understand, what he is implying is he's saying, call me Saw because I laugh when I body shit. Call me Saw. Saw is the name of the film franchise. The film franchise includes the puppet, uh, Billy the Puppet, that is like, the ma the unofficial mascot of the Saw films. And this puppet has this creepy toy laugh that frequently shows up in the films. That wah, wah, wah. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. What? Is, what? It, is that is that it? Yep. It's <laughs> look look at look it up, listeners. It's hundred percent what it sounds like. <laughs> He's got the creepy creepy toy laugh. And this frequently accompanies right like when someone is about to like fail a trap or about to get kidnapped or something. So, 
21 Savage is saying, call me the title of this franchise because I laugh when I body shit. Like, I laugh when I kill people. Like, bodying someone is essentially that. Which just seems like such a stretch. It's like six degrees separated in order to understand that. Call me the film franchise Saw, which includes the laughing toy doll, because I also laugh when I'm bodying shit. What is what is body shit? To body someone is like to, is like to kill. Like, I bodied them. Like, it's like to... Uh, to kill someone. So when I so when I body you, I kill you, and when I embody you, I bring you as a part of me. Sure, if you want to do both, it's the highest so form I, of flattery. Yo, oh man, what if someone embodied you and then you pissed them off and then they bodied you? Could you embody body somebody? This is getting uh, philosophical, almost, Mike. Uh, I, I I can't really answer that. I've never been in that position. And what if you needed them to body you? And then it's like embodiment, bodiment, but through the through the fulfillment of your friendship. I don't know. It's like Mike, are you, ha- Mike, are you having word, a stroke? But... <laughs> <laughs> wow, Mike's so committed to that bit. Are you talking about some sort of like suicide pack kabuki? Yeah. <laughs> suicide pack kabuki was also my favorite indie rock band, but they sold out after their second album. <laughs> they should have. They should have done the theme to the Saw film. Uh, but speaking of which, uh, Twenty One Savage continues. Trying to feed the fam, I was trapping in the cold. Drop the mixtape, turned around, I was on the road. You can't give me no amount of money for my soul. Now, Twenty One Savage is doing this thing that Steve, I feel like you commented on. He's talking about the trials and tribulations that he's gone through in his own personal life. Which, granted, he walks the walk and talks the talk. Twenty One Savage has has obviously been through some shit. But, once again, what does that have to do with Spiral from the Book of Saw, the upcoming Saw film? I mean, to be perfectly fair, despite my earlier criticism, nobody knows what's in this movie. This movie could be the story of 21 Savage. That's fair. That could be a curveball. We you don't said know. Before, you said before the Hello Zep theme kicks in whenever the, the twist at the end of the movie kicks in. And what if the twist at the end of this movie is that it was actually, it was actually a biopic the whole time? <laughs> You know what pisses me off? Nobody taught 21 Savage map game. Okay? I get it, 21 Savage. You want to you wanna, you wanna talk about yourself a little bit, and that's fine. But for Christ's sakes, can you not find a way to flash over some references over all the bullshit you did? And just make it seem more like you were putting people in traps and doing stuff and your own trials and tribulations and how you were an intern and how you made it through this uh, bullshit spiral stuff. Yes. I mean, what is this? Mike is what? correct. The judicious use of the word like followed by a conjuncted sentence regarding the thing that was like this would probably have made this a lot closer to being about the movie. Yeah, be, well, and once again, that's where I, I've read some comments that people are making this stretch. Like, a lot of Jigsaw, the Jigsaw Killer's victims went through, very broadly speaking, trials and tribulations, and so did 21 Savage. However, once again, I almost feel like that's people trying so hard, stretching so far to try to make it seem like he's actually talking about the franchise that the song he's working on is thematically related to. However, it really just seems like he's talking about himself. Like all these people that 21 Savage has quote-unquote murdered in his life, like why didn't you make up some fun ways he had them all in traps? You know what I mean? Yes. Why is he talking about shooting them so they don't shoot shit? 
You don't get shot in these Saw movies. There's some guns involved, but... Uh, well, yeah, but they're... It's like on a tripwire, yeah. There's no artistry to guns. That's the thing I hate about, about this country's fascination with guns, is not that they're fascinated with a lethal weapon. It's that they're fascinated with the easiest fucking lethal weapon imaginable. You okay, can just pick okay, up a gun... Steve, I mean, there's a, there's a little level of skill now, because if the other person's got a gun, then you got a little... But I get If you were talking about you had a gun... Or someone, and then the other person didn't, and you were, and they were a point blank, sure, Steve. But I mean, you need some aim. You know, guns are just unci- guns reason. are uncivilized, but Steve, and they offend me. Okay, Obi Wan Kenobi. But Steve, without without oh, guns, exactly. without guns, how would we be able to describe our own bowel movements? Checkmate, liberal. <laughs> um, explosives still exist, Nicholas. <laughs> Uh, Steve, I've been in public Which bathrooms. Which also I know. explains bowel movements as yes. well. <laughs> but Mike, Mike, to your earlier point, I agree. If Twenty One Savage had been aligning himself more to e- like either being like one of the victims of the Jigsaw Killer or the Jigsaw Killer himself, he could have wrapped the song under the persona Twenty One Savage. It's right there. Why oh didn't he just occupy God. the character a little bit more? Nick, why are you not in these producer studios helping these fucking guys out? I don't know. I don't know. But I also yeah, just Nick, wa- yeah, Nick. Why aren't you doing that job you really, really want to do and have worked your entire life to get towards? Well, this is getting a little personal. Let's move on with the song. <laughs> uh, Jesus. <laughs> Talk about Twenty One Savage, Steve. Yes. <laughs> hey, you asked the question, Mike, not me. I was just rephrasing it. Although I do also want to say we're we're, we're going to continue in this verse. Um. Production-wise, I don't hate this song. I think it does a good job of pulling the kind of instrumental theme from the Saw films, but like making it like a trap hip-hop song. And Kid Hazel is the name of the producer of this song. So I, I, I tip my hat to him. I think this sounds good. I think I just want to hear someone else rapping and writing lyrics over it. Matt 90 poking out my Goyard. Goyard. Diamond bat poking out my Louis V. LV. Nigga, fuck your Glock. We should bitch up. Seven six three zero eight and two two three. I can't. I hate how enamored people are with fucking guns. It just makes me sick. Like on a on a very deep and real level. Just like why do people have this ungodly fetish for these fucking things? Steve, it's not part of your specific culture, and it's not a part of your specific history. Like I feel like I will give Twenty One Savage credit. Like as a songwriter and as a rapper and as an artist. You you gotta say what you know. You gotta you, you like he's rapping about what he knows, and like obviously his childhood leading up to his early adulthood involved a lot of guns. He was shot six times. But that also being said, Steve, you're entitled to say that you don't want to necessarily hear it. <laughs> you know, in a saw in a in a rap song about saw, I don't want to hear about guns. I want to hear about knives. I want to hear about power drills. I want to hear about like iron maidens. I want to hear about railroad spikes. But here's why that doesn't make sense to me either. If I got shot nine six to nine times, you know what I would fucking hate for the rest of my life? Fucking guns. Well, you know what? I remember another certain hero who was scared of bats as a kid, but then he empowered the, he found, he sought empowerment from the bats, and then he became a multi-millionaire superhero crime fighter, Steve. Okay, Nick, I'm glad you used that to try to own me, because you know what else Batman hated? Guns, because they killed his parents. I'm saying if he was, if he went into a cave, and a whole bunch of guns flew out and scared him, then he would have been Gunman instead. 
And that was how he would have fought crime. <laughs> oh my, I just see all these pistols and Uzis and shotguns with wings that fly out at him. Yeah, the low, ah! yeah, yeah. The, in the night sky, they shine up like the outline of a shotgun. And Gunman knows he's needed. Uh, Steve, I, uh, I'll be. You know what, Steve? I, I'll, I want to. I want to jump with John something here. I think. I think too much. There's been a lot of um, people do fetishize a lot of things that are not good for them, like doing coke and banging strippers and and shooting people and doing crime and getting and cheating the system and working your way to the top and fucking everyone along the way and fucking them over and backstabbing and being like, they do it to me. When at the end of the day, we should be really trying to, you know, put more good out there. You know, where's this fetishment for goodness? Where's this, where's this stuff for about like, hey, chocolate chip cookies are fucking great. You know, like, hey, or, hey, or given, I've got a know, sexual, <laughs> I've got a sexual hang up for righteousness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like helping like fundraisers, helping people, helping old ladies across the street. You know what? I, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've tried to help somebody push their car out of when they're stuck in the snow and nobody wants to help. Nobody wants it because they think they, 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 they think you're up to no good. And I, I feel terrible because that's maybe that's it. But I've got a hard on for right on. Steve, you realize I'm editing this and can isolate all of this audio to use for whatever I want. These are great slogans. I don't you you can't do anything to me. Steve, I don't know what superhero this would be for, but that's the motto of some superhero who has not been written yet. I've got a hard on for No, it's it's I've got a sexual hang up for righteousness. Yes. And I've got a hard on for right on. I think Barney the dinosaur said that originally. I don't remember exactly though. <laughs> um so we get back into the chorus, which once again references Spiral. He's, he calls us a pussy a few more times. Uh, but then we get into the last verse. I make sure the beef gets switched, cheese. I'm from 20 East, where they killing thieves. Stones got my ears feeling like Christmas Eve. I like that. I make sure the beef get the Swiss cheese. So Swiss cheese, I'm assuming implying getting shot full of holes. But it's the beef that's doing it. So it's like if you have a sandwich... And I guess you're putting holes in in the beef. I mean, between this and bologna, I think he just wants a sandwich. He was very hungry when he wrote this song. <laughs> I've got a 21 Savage hunger right now, let me tell you. Um, but he continues. I got my ears feeling like Christmas Eve. Before you bend over, baby, get on your knees. Drive by, jump out, then you tie-dye. Say a nigga touch me, that's a lie-lie. She fried, she fucked the gang, we call her five guys. She fried, she fucked the gang. We call her five guys. Ugh. <clears throat> you know what sucks about that? What? You know what sucks about that? Like, Five Guys is a family restaurant. <laughs> it's the worst part about this, Steve. You're right. During the course of this multi, like this group sex activity, this woman is the one who walks away with a nickname. Meanwhile, four other men stood there with their dicks out in front of each other, jerking off and doing yes. whatever with this lady. Hundred percent. And Mike. nobody's looking at them saying, That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I mean, that's still kind of a sausage fest. There's just a lady in the middle. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, there's no I don't I don't understand it. Like, 
Hey, gr- group sex is group sex. For, like, have fun with it. But Jesus Christ, like, why are you going to tear someone down for getting involved? Like, why would they ever want to do it again with y'all? It's almost I, like I our society has an underlying misogyny that just kind of constantly bubbles underneath the surface. They should have called one of the guys, five guys, because he takes over 20 minutes to come. Hey, don't judge people who take a while to come, Steve. I was making a reference, Mike, to the length in which it takes five guys to make a hamburger, but yes. Oh, okay, actually, that was... Mike, I remember when I was at Five Guys, and it took so long to make my burger because the guy was jerking off behind the counter, and it took him 20 minutes. Nobody make a mayonnaise joke. Nobody do it. <laughs> the only the only common thread between eating at Five Guys and group sex involving five men was that free peanuts were provided in both cases. Locally sourced. <laughs> but once again, we don't even know who this person is. We just get one line where we just find out she apparently slept with five different men. And once again, I have to ask, what does this have to do with the Saw franchise? Oh, and look at this. Look at look at the line before that. Say a friend touched me. That's yep. a lie lie. Guess what, buddy? If you're running a train on somebody, there's a good fucking chance you cocks, your cocks are touching at some point. I'm, t- I'm telling you what. There is... Oh, man. Get... You know, and he's so embarrassed. He's so... <laughs> Just a bunch of sword fighters. Fuck them. Yeah. And, he, and once again, back to the food thing. He's very hungry. He's thinking about delicious five-guy hamburgers. He's had his bologna sandwich. What was the other thing? Yeah, basically, he's 21 sandwich right now. He's just got <laughs> food on the mind and cannot focus on anything else. If he th- if he makes a brunch reference in the, in the next stanza, I, I don't know. I think you're... You're definitely right, Nick. <laughs> yeah, what well, rhymes with mimosa? Quick. <laughs> S- Spiral by 21 Savage featuring Weird Al Yankovic. No, that that Weird Al's version would be called Spiral parentheses ham. It would be called croissant. <laughs> it would be called what? Be called croissant. <laughs> All right, but uh, we are wrapping up this little section here. She fried, she fucked the game. We call her Fire Guy. Okay, and then the last line is he just mentions, I'm so high, I almost thought I skydived. Which, in isolation, I would give the wordplay involved in that, like a B minus C plus if I'm feeling generous. I'm so high, I almost thought I skydived. Okay, whatever, yes, when you skydive, you're high. But once again... It's almost, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to compare Twenty One Savage to this person, but it's approaching uh, Lil Pump levels of just having each line have nothing to do with the previous thing you just said. You're just throwing shit out there, and not only that, you're throwing shit out there when you're doing a music video for a horror film franchise that just has so much you could draw from to write a song about, and you're just doing nothing with it. You're talking about Five Guys. And is he so high right now while singing? Is that what he's telling us? Like, yo, guys. Is he warning us? Well, because that would, I think that, uh, man, that's what you just said. Is that why he's so hungry? You know, oh my God. Okay. Okay, this is all coming together. This is all coming together. He's so high right now, Nick. He's got the munchies. He's got the munchies. Uh, drugs are a reason why the Jigsaw Killer kidnapped people in the first place. So I think what happened was 21 Savage was kidnapped by the Jigsaw Killer um, while he was high. He's very hungry. And as he was writing the song, he just had to talk about the Swiss cheese, the spiral ham, the five guys, the bologna, 
And yes, yes, hundred percent, Mike. Steve, what do you, what do you? <laughs> I think we're getting some things done here. Also, do you think he? Do uh, <clears throat> you think he was like coming to the studio um, in the midst of like a real big windstorm? And uh, so when he came back inside, he, that's why he thought he skydived. You know what I mean? Just yes. <gasps> And when he said, I'm going to let him spin like a spiral, he thought that was the tornado that he saw. So, like, he was skydiving down going, woo, 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 as he spun around and then finally landed. I think we're on to something. Much like Five Guys, we're cooking with heat now, baby. And what a time to figure it out because that's basically the last bit of new lyrics. What was that? Cooking uh, with heat with Five Guys in the back. We got this. Let's go. Did you guys hurt your legs from jumping to so many conclusions? No, that we probably hurt our legs from the saw trap that we were in. Also, also now I now I can't help but think of the the lost revenue from the the five guys uh, from the five guys tie-in. If it had been McDonald's, can you think? Can you imagine the Happy Meal toys, the saw tie-in Happy Meal toys that oh they could have come up with? They could do like what they did with Inspector Gadget. 25 years ago where you have like each each happy meal contains a piece of the reverse bear trap and you can collect them all to put it together see now i was thinking one of those little uh things like like car shaped thing like the cars that you pull back to wind up the wheels and then you let them go except it's like a guy in a chair with the reverse bear trap on and you roll it back to wind up and when you let it go he moves forward and the trap opens and closes on his head oh hell yeah and snaps his face open and then puts it back together and then snaps it open and puts it back together collect them See, all by going by going with five guys they missed they missed a grand advertisement opportunity um but as I was saying, that's actually it for uh, new lyrics. It just goes back to the chorus. I don't got no love for no rival. Put him on the news, he went viral. I took a number two with my rifle. Pussy. But love it, love it. I do. I think my favorite line is, "I took a number two with my rifle." I like the visualization of it is, it's amazing. I, I almost I, now I'm wondering like. <laughs> Should everyone have a poop rifle? Like, is this something we need to... There's the poll question. (laughs) (laughs) Would you... Guys, I drank drank too much water. I got to take a side piece. (laughs) Nick. Did you see that one? God, it was like the size of my sidearm. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. Good night, everyone. Be sure to tip your waitresses. I'll be here all week. <laughs> uh, but that is it for new lyrics for uh, Spiral. I got to say, um, I was maybe interested in seeing this film, mostly just out of uh, curiosity. Uh, this song didn't necessarily make me more excited to see it. I mean, everything you've said to us today makes me 100% uh, disbelieve you being reticent about seeing this movie. I I don't get the sense that you were, uh, maybe I'll see it. I get the sense that you're going to force yourself to watch it one way or another. Yeah, it's more that this movie happens to be coming out like right after I'll be getting my second vaccine. And the thought of actually going to a theater is like now technically a possibility. But a part of me is thinking, do I really want the first movie I see in cinemas in over a year to be spiral from the Book of Saw, aka the ninth Saw film. I don't know. I have nothing else is yet. out. It's not your choice to. It's not your choice to make. Nothing else is out. Yeah, but I could wait a week or two for something else to come out. Is there something else coming out? I don't know. I'll have to check. 
There isn't. The, that was a trap. The answer is there oh, isn't. That's, a, that that's the trap. That's the trap. Hello, Nick. <laughs> I want to play a game. The movie you think is coming out isn't coming out, so you have to see the first one. There's nothing really else to say. Watch it or not. Make your choice. On the bridge of a Mon Calamari starship, the little Billy puppet comes out. Admiral Akbar turns and sees it. It's a trap. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm imagining Akbar with the reverse bear trap now. It's very sad. Or actually, in the Star Wars universe, it'd be a reverse Gundark trap. As you can see, I've attached this Bantha rifle to to a laser to a laser string, and it, the laser string is next to the foot of your beloved. And the Billy Puppet is a toy Ewok instead. Oh, I could listen to you guys do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> The Star Wars Saw crossover event that literally nobody asked for. Saw Wars. Yes, Saw Wars. Yes. Yes. Saw Wars. You let your blue milk addiction destroy your entire family. (laughs) Now it will destroy you. (laughs) I didn't know blue milk was addictive, but it it makes sense. It's not. It's not. In the the Saw Wars universe, it is. Well, like I said, that is it for our dissection of Spiral by 21 Savage. Uh... What a waste. Anyway, thank you so what much for waste, listening. What a waste of an hour. No, I meant what a waste of a good uh, backtrack plus a good thematic cinematic tie-in that you just chose to do nothing with. Oh, okay. But that too. Ho- well, you know, hopefully to our listeners, this was not a waste of an hour. Hopefully you learned, you laughed, you loved a little bit, uh, depending on what you're doing in the background while this was on. I'd like to think this podcast accompanies many a lovemaking session. Uh, nothing gets me in the mood more than hearing my own voice and you two guys. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully our listeners had a little fun with this. And uh, the only way it could be more fun is if you also followed us on social media, where the aforementioned polls that we post go, along with some other fun content. So please follow the Song Topsy Report on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, you can follow me personally. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, just look for Nick Brigadier. And I also say, check out Dapper Devil Productions, the uh, web series that I shot and edited that Stephen Trollinger starred in on Dapper Devil Productions has been doing very well in the film festival he's, circuit. He said disbelievingly. I I was editing, for, for reasons slightly beyond my control, I'd been editing that web series so goddamn long, I didn't know when it would finally come out. So when it finally was released, I was just like, thank God it's out there in the world. And I was just so taken aback that just immediately, because Ian Brodsky, the writer, director, and star, uh, sent it to a bunch of uh, film festivals, and it's been accepted at every single thing he submitted it for so far as of this recording. So check it out. It's really good. Steve is great in it. Uh, and see what all your friends are talking about. And uh, Mr. Mike Russell, where can we find That's you? Amazing. Uh, so <clears throat> you can find me on my Instagram at mrmikerussell.com. That's mrmr.dot. And uh, yeah, like next time, you know, check out all our other uh, Instagram places of places to you know see shit and stuff. And uh, why don't you also? <laughs> <laughs> send us uh, your song suggestions uh, whether bizarre noteworthy or just something uh, bad or that you want to see dissected and um, let me think yeah what was it about today today we were talking about rifles yeah what is your poo pistols, sidearm what's your poo sidearm I think that's good yeah what uh what are you feeling most comfortable with when you're sitting on the john is it a, is it a rifle is it a shotgun is it a, I mean, a water pistol? I mean, listen, we don't, it could be a weapon of any origin, really. Is it a lightsaber? I, I don't know. What weapon do you want while you're sitting on the bathroom just in case? 
When shit hits the fan, when you're shitting, what do you shoot? Oh, yeah. What about you guys? You guys got any uh, preferable, uh, you know, sidearms? Um, I top? I prefer a, a claymore. Actually, I just have a large two-handed sword that I keep by my side. It's got a lot of range. You can reach to probably where the door. You can probably reach yeah. I've got the a pr- I've got a pretty small. The- my apartment is a pretty small bathroom. So like, if the door gets kicked open, like I'm I'm right within range. I can just go ah and swing my swing my claymore. You gotta you gotta aim for the knees. You know, knock knock your opponent out from underneath you. Them. Nick, you've you've thought you've thought this out. You've oh yes, out. yes, many a times. Steve is still pondering, I suppose, which what his weapon of choice would be. Cat of nine tails. Well, it, it, well, it was going to be my end of the episode joke, but I guess I won't use it anymore. It was going to be... Wait, wait, just say where your Instagram is then, Steve, and save it. Yes, Steve. No, because now it's not going to be funny because I already set it up. I set it up too much. Everybody, nobody, every, when, it, when I do it, it won't be funny because I've already set the expectation and became, uh, uh, <laughs> became fucking Steve, this is a conversation Woody for your Allen therapist, for some reason. not for your co-host at the end of the podcast. <laughs> Turn into Woody Allen for some reason. <laughs> can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Your Man Trollo, on my personal website, stephentrollinger.com, and on the Dapper Devil Productions website and all the things that Nick said that I'm in. Yes, and it's all good stuff. And uh, and on that note, thank you so much for listening, everyone. I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I've got a flamethrower to empty. <laughs> you had too much hot sauce, Steve. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Uh, and we will see you <laughs> next week. Take care. I tried to bring the poop back. Eat an apple every day, get to bed by three, take